Good morning. Man, it's good to see everybody. One, two. Go ahead. When I, when I ooh, holy cow. That was hot, wasn't it? When I say when we're up there and we can feel the Holy Spirit moving, I mean we can hear, feel the Holy Spirit moving. And let me tell you how I know. Because Tristan read that scripture from Jeremiah. And at the end of the scripture, he got emotional. And the emotion went right through the whole, st- the, all of us up here. I, I, I couldn't control. I, I started to cry. And every sense is heightened when he is here. And every, every week I feel it, but today I, I almost went down. George almost had to catch me because you, nobody realizes the joy. No, people that don't have him don't realize the joy and don't realize the, the, the feeling that, that you have. It's, it's the, it's the best feeling in the whole wide world you can be at your lowest at your lowest point and something like today happens and everything goes away so we need to get out there we need to tell people we need to give them what we have and you can only get it through him amen amen this is the same thing that pastor Mona taught about this morning about getting that word and getting it in you and activating it and put that seed in good soil and then getting out there and sharing what you've got with others. Yeah. Dear God, we thank you today for your son, Jesus, who made it possible for us all, Lord, to come and sup with you. And we thank you, Father, today for what God is doing in this movement and these people and how your word is going deep into them. The seed is going in good ground, and it is multiplying and being passed around in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The faith of a woman's touch. Uh, we're going to be talking today in Mark 5, 25 through 34. And this is sort of the last of a four-part series on the miracles around the sea. Uh, a few weeks ago... We talk about I'm in the same boat, and it was when Jesus was leaving the west side of the Sea of Galilee with boats following him to the east side. It wasn't just him in the boat. It was many boats that were following him. This great storm came up, and as this great storm came up, Jesus stilled the waters and calmed the storm. It wasn't just for those in the boat. You see, he was going somewhere. He was heading somewhere, and all these boats with him. You know, it says a rising tide rises all boats. Well, I'll tell you, a calming of the storm calms it for all boats. It wasn't just for them. It was for all of them and all those boats. And as they went to the east side of the Sea of Galilee, we talked about this man that was off the chain. He was off the chain because he was possessed with demons. And Jesus had left the west side of the Sea of Galilee around Capernaum and gone to the east side of the Sea of Galilee through the storm to get where he was going. You see, he wasn't going to let the storms 
keep him from where he was going. That's a story for us. We can't let the storms take our focus on where we need to go and what God's got us doing. We just need to keep going. And he got over there and he met this man named Legion who was uh, habitated by thousands of demons. And he had broken the chains that had bound him. You see, what man put chains on, Satan broke, but he still had the chains and he was out of control. And Jesus was there and he brought the demons out, put them in swine, and then they jumped in the water and died. The man was healed. Jesus then left and headed back to the west side of the Sea of Galilee to the area of Capernaum. And while he was there, he was going to do a house call with a man, a leader of the synagogue named Jairus. And Jairus had a daughter that was sick. And he came to Jesus and asked Jesus to come to his house and make a house call. Jesus could have spoken it, and it would have happened. But Jesus was operating on what this man had for faith. And they paired together, and they went to the house. But in the middle of all that, there's this little story. We skipped over that story last week and went on with Jairus and went to his house, where Jesus had to put those that didn't believe away. Just like with Larry, you've got you to put those away. You've got to keep going. Don't let the storms, don't let doubt, don't let fear, don't let anything get in the way. He put them out. He raised the young lady from the dead. But now we come back to this woman that was around Jesus there in Capernaum, the faith of a woman's touch. I want you to know that this this woman had interrupted Jesus when he was going to heal the synagogue ruler's daughter. She had a need. She had a need because she had in Mark 5, 25 and 26, it says this. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She spent all that she had and was no better. She had this issue of blood. Now, she was around Jesus and Blood made her ritually unclean. Leviticus talks about it. This person was unclean. No one could touch her, and she couldn't touch anyone or else they would be unclean. But she hid this because she had a need, and she was in this crowd. And she had had this issue of blood for 12 years. Have you ever had anything linger with you for a long time and you wish you could shake it as anybody know what i'm talking about have something that just hangs with you and for some reason you can't get away from it and sometimes you may have it so much so that people can't really see it but you know it's there or it may be something they can see and they know it's there and it hung with her for 12 years she just couldn't get away from it have you ever been desperate where you had a need and just thought, God help me? How can, how can I get away from this? And have you ever had something that hung with you 
that you couldn't shake. And maybe you just finally said, I can't do anything about it. I'm never going to get away from this. This is who I am. I can never be changed. She had this flow of blood which made her unclean. Anybody touched her or she touched anybody was unclean and now she was in a crowd. What if they had known? You can imagine a crowd. A thick crowd, everybody's around Jesus. They're right on the sea. Everybody loves to get around the sea. It's breezy. It's cool. They're in the desert. She doesn't take her focus off. And she's had this for 12 years. And it says she's suffered many things from many physicians. Don't tell me that you've been to the doctor and you liked everything they did. Don't tell me you've been to the doctor and when you've come out of there, you hadn't hurt. Yeah, they might be trying to fix what's wrong. But sometimes to fix what's wrong, it hurts. And these aren't the doctors of today. These were doctors thousands of years ago. And it says there were many physicians that did many things. That's why they call it practice in medicine. They're trying to figure it out. Just like today. And it says that she had spent all she had and didn't get any better. As a matter of fact, it says she got worse. She got worse. And she had this flow of blood. All those physicians got worse. But you see, through this, after these years, she had some faith. She, she had heard about this, this man, Jesus. She'd seen the crowds going around. She risked coming out when she was unclean to get something she needed. She had faith. Listen to what it says in Mark five twenty-eight. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I'll be made well. And just prior to that, it says in verse 27, when she heard out this Jesus, she came up behind him. She got in line. She started trailing. She started feeling. I suspect, and this is not in, in Scripture, but as she got closer and closer and closer, she knew. That's my healing right there. She came up another step, and the crowd would close and open and close and open. She kept her eyes on Jesus. She kept her eyes on the prize. She knew from whence her help came. And in this crowd, she got closer. She came up behind him. And she touched his garment. I want you to know that she said, if I can only touch his clothes, I'll be made well. She didn't want him to touch her. She just wanted to touch him. The faith that she had knew all I needed was just to get close enough. If I can just, if I can just get another step, one more step, one more step. I don't want him to see me. I don't want him to turn around and see who I really am. 
I don't want him to turn around and see what I'm really struggling with. I don't want him to turn around because I'm unclean. Little did she know that the blood issue that she had at that point in time was ceremonially unclean. But she was going to touch the one whose life is in the blood. You see, she was between the Testaments. She was between them. Jesus hasn't died yet. He hasn't risen yet. His blood hasn't flowed on the earth yet, but he's there as a testimony. My blood will heal. My blood is the blood of the new covenant. She had old covenant blood. She had old covenant sin. She had old covenant um, Levitical filth that Jesus with the new covenant blood would wash her white as snow. If only I may touch his garment. If I can just do that, I'll be made well. The faith of a woman's touch. You see, she acted on her faith. Because faith without works is dead. You can have faith, but you've got to activate that faith. You've got to get that seed. You've got to put it in the good ground. You've got to act on it. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I'll be made well. And immediately, immediately, the fountain of blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Can you imagine the release? Can you imagine what it felt like to realize in yourself, I don't hurt anymore. The things the doctors did, they didn't make her better. They made her worse. There's only so much that man can do. It's limitless what God can do. Immediately, the fountain of blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And immediately, and Jesus, immediately knowing himself that the power had gone out of him, he turned around the crowd. He said, who touched my clothes? Who touched me? He touched me. Oh, he touched me. And all the joy that fills my soul. Something happened. And oh, I know. He touched me. And made me whole. Who touched me? Who touched me? I'll tell you. He didn't touch her. She came to him in faith and touched him. But he knew. You see, Jesus knows when we pursue him. He knows our heart. A whole crowd could have touched him. But it was her faith and her healing that she got that made Jesus be on notice. He asked the disciples, who touched me? And they looked around to see who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him, the whole truth. You see, he asked the disciples, 
and this multitude thronged around. And what she thought she could get by not seeing and not being exposed, just touch him and go away. He wanted to know. You see, God wants a relationship with us. He, he wants us to be more than healed. He wants us to have this healing and take it. He wants us to have this relationship of whatever has troubled us that we can't shake. Whatever the doctors have done that don't work. He wants us to take with him the healing. He says, he says this, who touched me? And they looked around to see her and who had done this. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him. And she told him the whole truth and nothing but the truth. This is confession. Confess your sins one to another. You'll be made well. You'll be healed. There was a crowd around. And she, in front of the crowd, confessed to Jesus the whole story. Jesus wants to know the whole story with us. He wants to know everything. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. The translation really says, go and be in peace. Can you imagine being released of something that's held you? Can you imagine something that's tied you up, kept you out of social circles, terrible little thing that maybe only you know about? Pursue Jesus. Let me ask you, do you have a need? Do you have a need? Is there something that's bound you up, tied you up, held you up, kept you from moving forward? Had you look at yourself in a different way? I, I, I'll just never change. I can't do anything different. I'll tell you, today is your day to walk out of here changed. Today is your day to walk out of here healed. Today is your day to be set free and to go continually in peace. Yeah, hallelujah. 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 It takes your faith. Dear God, we thank you today that your faith and our faith mixed together. Father, that we can pursue you. Right now, God, we can come after you. And that you will heal us of all our diseases. That, Father, that we take our faith and come to you. And through that, we are healed. If you're here today, if you're watching and you're, you're saying to yourself, I, I just need, I just need a touch. I just need a healing. I just need to shake something off of me, out of me, away from me. Use the same faith that this woman had and just come to Jesus. Come to him, fall down at his feet, and tell him what it is you need. Dear God, we thank you. We thank you that we have this, O oh Father. We thank you, Father, that we have access to you. 
And that, Father, you stop what you're doing and act on our needs. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I hope today that you've heard through this woman's faith that you can walk away today and shake all. Shake it off and move forward. In Jesus' name. And we thank you, God. We thank you right now. And as we sing this song, if you will ponder what God would have to say to you. Amen. Ready to get crazy, church? <laughs> I love you, Dennis. I want you to go out of this church breathing like you've never breathed before with His presence. Tell me, is he good? He's good. Tell me, is he God? He's God. 